Is South Alabama dangerous? Come Sunbelt tournament time. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. It is Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. So a little bit of an odd scheduling quirk. South Alabama plays a Monday night out-of-conference game against Hartford. Hartford ranked basically last in the net rankings, although they played pretty well against South Alabama. South Alabama pulling away at the end, 77-53. South Alabama has now won five of their last six ball games. And oddly enough, I was told tonight, South Alabama has led uh, every single minute of those games, except for a minute 37, which was against Troy. And that's where the loss comes in. Uh, but can South Alabama be dangerous come Sunbelt tournament time? Uh, the team has not played up to expectations uh, this year. Uh, Kevin Samuel uh, has not been quite as dominant, although he does seem to be a walking double-double. Uh, Isaiah Moore has got to be more than expected. Uh, he's been outstanding, one of the leading scorers uh, in the Sun Belt. Greg Parham has flat out struggled. Uh, Greg Parham uh, has, he, he was coming on at the beginning of December. First three games in December, hit 15 three pointers. In the 16 games since, he's had 14. So he had 15 over three games. He's had 14 three-pointers over the last six and has only hit, I think, two three-pointers a couple of times uh, in that time. Uh, Turbo Jones has been pretty good, uh, probably not quite as good as as hoped uh, for. And Owen White is probably a little bit better defensively uh, than he has been offensively, but he's starting to come on uh, as well. They certainly can't play any better than they did on Saturday against App State and you do have a little bit of a letdown factor when you're playing a quick ball game against a team that is not expected to be very good. In Hartford, they're transitioning from Division One to Division Three, uh, and uh, they are, you know, again, last in the net rankings. And you have Southern Miss coming in on Thursday. So, um, trap game, letdown game uh, for South Alabama. But can they be this potential dangerous team? And... I would tell you they they could be. I think they absolutely uh, could be with uh, the the guys that they have because all they do need, and it's uh, you know easier said than done. They need one extra guy, if not two, if we're counting on Kevin Samuel and Isaiah Moore. All right, Isaiah Moore. 20 points, 10 to 16 shooting against Hartford. Uh, he's been fantastic. Uh, Kevin Samuel in 28 minutes, 13 points, 10 rebounds. All right, Greg Parham uh, was an uh, inefficient-ish, 6 to 12 from the floor, but only 1 to 5 from 3. He had uh, 13 points. Uh, but if you can get, again, a Greg Parham, an Owen White, a Turbo Jones to get into double figures, if they can get anything off the bench, all of a sudden, uh, maybe Judah Brown, uh, he actually uh, came off the bench uh, on Monday. He was in the starting lineup for about three straight games, uh, but they went to pair him against Hartford. Uh, then you could be uh, dangerous. And again, just look at the teams that they've played. They played Southern Miss close. 
they played uh, the Raging Cajuns a uh, close. They played Coastal on the road a uh, close, uh, although Coastal is, you know, towards the bottom of the standings. Uh, and the uh, they didn't play very well. The one game they didn't play very well in was the Old Dominion ball game, although they had a chance to win that ball game too. They were leading that ball game uh, before it slipped away, and then Greg Parham actually had a shot at the end uh, to win it. But even following the game, Richie Riley had mentioned that even if we win the game, we just didn't play very well. We would have won, yay, but uh, we need to play better, and they have been playing uh, better. And maybe that's the ball game that's turned it around, uh, to be honest with you, because Richie came in there and was really shook up about the way uh, this team had been playing because they had lost some games in a row. And maybe that's the ball game that started to turn it around because, yeah, that was it. Because that was their fourth straight loss. All of the three other ball games they had played well, Southern Miss and the Cajuns being two of the top teams. Coastal, not that good, but they could have won that ball game and had a shot. Uh, at the end, and it's on the road, and any road victory is is a good road is a good victory. Uh, but they lost that ball game. But then they they had a stinker against Old Dominion. Just didn't play very well at all against Old Dominion. And Old Dominion, who led most of the ball game, although I think pretty sure that South Alabama actually took a a late lead uh, in the second half, uh, but I couldn't put it away. As they tried to steal one, let's see here. Uh, they had, I, th- I thought they took the lead. I, I'm seeing 59, 58. They took a 62, 61 lead on two Turbo Jones uh, free throws. Isaiah Moore made a layup, making it 64, 63. And then Parham fouled Old U, and I don't think they got a good shot off um, down by one. They did get a shot to uh, have a chance to win it down by two. Uh, but they had a late lead. They just didn't play very well. They can be a very dangerous team. And they have play- haven't have played Marshall, but they played Southern Miss tough, and they played the Cajuns tough. Now, having said that, uh, they do need to win. I don't know if they can win three out of four, but they definitely need to beat Monroe, uh, and they probably need to plan on beating Texas State to avoid having a – uh, play on the first day of the tournament. They need a single buy uh, to make a run in this tournament. I don't think one team is going to do it from the bottom of the of the uh, from the bottom of the standings, playing five games in seven days. But if somehow that they can avoid that, they got a shot. And certainly, if they win more than three out of four games, if they win three out of four, that means they beat in Southern Miss or the Cajuns. And uh, if they win more than that, if they win all four. They'll be feeling pretty good about themselves. Again, they're not getting a double bye a- at all. Uh, but it is not an easy schedule. Not not one of these four games is an easy schedule. Southern Miss is going to be obviously very tough. The top team in the conference. You got Monroe. It's going to be tough, although they've lost a couple in a row. At Texas State is going to be a nuisance. Texas State has already beaten South Alabama once this year. And the Cajuns, although faltering as of late, um, will be interesting to see what happens on the 24th of February in uh, Lafayette. So I think that South Alabama can be very dangerous. Uh, They certainly can beat, you know, one of the, you know, they're not going to play a top team in the conference, right? In the first round, or they're not uh, technically the second round in their first 
a game of the tournament. They won't be playing a, you know, Marshall or even James Madison or a Southern Miss or Louisiana. So they'll get one game in a, in a, you know, against a team that they can match up well with, and then they're going to have to play a top team and we'll see what they can do. Again, they're going to get two of uh, the top teams that they're going to play here uh, in the next couple of weeks to wrap up the season. So I think South Alabama can be dangerous. And to me, it all comes down to three-point shooting. If they can start nailing some threes and they have three guys who can do it, Turbo Jones, Owen White, and Greg Parham, and maybe just maybe uh, the freshman Jamar Franklin, whose playing time has dwindled here over the last few weeks. Maybe he's hit a wall. But if he can start hitting some threes, then maybe, just maybe, they can make a run in the Sun Belt Conference Tournament or, you know, knock off one of the top four teams. And that's what I mean by saying, you know, is this team dangerous? Uh, they are dangerous. Um, they can be dangerous. Uh, but it will take a valiant effort on uh, their part. It's, it's not like, well, to beat them, say South Alabama, say Southern Miss, right? Like the Jaguars have to play their best ball game and Southern Miss has to play their worst ball game. No, no, it doesn't. It's not that way. It's not, there's not that big a difference between uh, the teams. Although Southern Miss uh, is uh, better. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll talk about who else could be dangerous because some other teams in uh, the Sun Belt are trying to make a move uh, as well. But let me tell you a little bit about Built Bar. Again, I am out. I need to go to Sam's and get some more because uh, I am I'm, I'm doing a really good job of uh, shedding the pounds, depending whose scale and uh, the amount of clothing I'm wearing. I'm either down seven and a half pounds or ten and a half pounds. So that's pretty good. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, well, about six weeks ago. And I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me, where you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise the taste, then I've got the thing for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in chocolate. And 100% real chocolate. That's right. Uh, and in real chocolate. Then they come... And unbelievable other flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built bars. You can pick up a four-box, four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Again, my Sam's Club, I get the salted caramel and the cookies and cream, and then you get the bonus bar of the coconut puffs. Again, I'm not a coconut guy, but that's really a good bar. In fact, I saved it. Like my second to last one because it's it's one of the good ones uh, and I saved it so uh, I'm I'm big on the built and again um, under the uh, 210 plateau in fact Monday actually I weighed in under 208 for the first time in a while so we're looking good we're running a a Joe Kane 5K uh, Joe Kane 5K that is the guy who invented Mardi Gras apparently. 
And so that is on Sunday of this week. So we're looking forward uh, to that. And uh, uh, the body transformation uh, continues uh, as hopefully we continue to eat healthy uh, moving forward. All right. Um, let's talk more. This is Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's check out some more of those teams that may be what we would consider a dangerous, right? Because we all think, you know, Southern Miss, Marshall, Louisiana, maybe James Madison, That's they're not a secured team in that uh, fourth spot. But most would think that one of those four teams is going to win it. I would still think that Louisiana is going to win it. I know they've sort of hit the skids. Uh, it would be interesting to see what they could do well-rested. I think, you know, they ran out of gas against Southern Miss and then just didn't do anything against Troy at all. Uh, on on Saturday uh, in the second half, they went about eight minutes scoring about nine points. It was tied at 50 and they just didn't score anything from about nine and a half minutes to about a minute and a half. They, they were, they were struggling uh, have not. Well, we saw old dominion. They're actually eight and six. They, they didn't play particularly well against uh, the Jaguars, but they did beat them. Troy all of a sudden has turned their season around you know, they get a big win over South Alabama, steal one from the uh, the Jaguars, and then all of a sudden upset Louisiana. You know, they they have a shot. They, I mean, Zay Williams is tough inside, and, you know, he could lead them uh, to a run. All of a sudden, Georgia Southern is a 7-7. Seven and seven. They've won a couple in a row after losing uh, four straight. But they're going to get tested now, too. So we'll learn a whole lot about Georgia Southern this weekend. Hoo-wee. They got Marshall and Southern Miss both on the road. I mean, if you're Georgia Southern, you're hoping to win one of those ballgames. Can you come away with one victory against two of the four best teams uh, in the conference? Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, Marshall seems to be on all cylinders after maybe they hit a wall uh, earlier uh, in the year. Uh, I'm, you know, Monroe, I put Monroe in the South Alabama situation um, in terms of dangerous. I'm not sure that they can make a run throughout the whole tournament. Uh, and all of a sudden they've lost a uh, three in a row and four out of five, but you know, they've beaten, let's see here. They've beaten Marshall. All right. Uh, they've beaten Texas state. They went on the road. Uh, they beat Georgia Southern. They played Southern Miss tough. You know, they, they went on the road and beat Texas State. Uh, Monroe is one of those teams do not sleep on. I don't know if they've run out of gas or not. Uh, they don't have the easiest schedule uh, down the stretch either, either. They're at the Cajuns. They're coming to Mobile to play South Alabama. Then they're taking on Troy and Arkansas State at home. Troy has an outside shot at that double bye, a real outside shot. Uh, they are uh, tied for fifth. With Old Dominion, they win that tiebreaker, uh, but they did lose to James Madison. So somewhere along the way, James Madison has to lose two ball games, and Troy uh, can't lose again. I guess uh, James Madison has to finish one game behind Troy in the Sun Belt. So you know, then then that wouldn't be a dangerous team. Then Troy would get a double bye, and then be they be one of the favorites to win the tournament. So maybe James Madison would be one of those teams that could be considered dangerous if they fall out of the top four uh, in the Sun Belt. So again, uh, just to make sure we're all on the same page here, the bottom four of the Sun Belt right now, right now, so the 11 through 14, that's Texas State, Coastal Carolina, Georgia State, and Arkansas State. They will play on 
pretty sure it's Tuesday of of the tournament week in uh, in Pensacola. They'll play Tuesday. They'll have an off day. The two winners of those two games then uh, move on, and then then everybody who doesn't get a, a, a second buy, you know, then you get teams five through ten will play each other, including the two winners from the bottom four. Does your head hurt? Because mine hurts. All right. Then all those teams play, and then you have another day off, and then you play Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and the top four teams I get together. Did I say that correctly? Let's see here. Because, and one of the things that's been sometimes difficult to keep up with, I think this would be my, basically my 10th Sunbelt Conference tournament. I'm not sure they've had the same rules three years in a row. This year it's different, obviously, because you got more teams and everybody is in it. When I got here, like the bottom teams didn't get in it. And the the top four teams, or the top two teams, I think it was the top two teams, got double buys. And they only had to win two ball games. That was it. So, yes, I was right. They would play. Uh, the bottom teams are going to play Tuesday, have Wednesday off, and then, so I guess the number uh, it goes, basically, the fifth seed will get the worst of the teams, right? The sixth seed gets the second worst of the teams. Uh, and then we go on uh, from there. So at one point in time, if South had not lost to Troy, boy, you're looking at it at a chance to be, you know, as high as a five seed, as a high as a six seed. Now you may not get that uh, benefit of the doubt. So trying to avoid a number one or number two seed, I guess, uh, on that Saturday matchup. But that's something to worry about uh, later on. So uh, that's where we are in the Sunbelt standings. Again, be shocking if one of the top four teams did not win it, but I think a Troy can be, Monroe can be, and South can be a dangerous team to deal with. The problem is like a Texas State, a Texas State would be considered a dangerous team, but they would be playing their third game in, well, is that five days? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So they'd be playing their third game in five days against a team that probably has not played in about a week. So there could be a little bit of overrested, if that makes sense, to having played some and in rhythm. But to think that Texas State could do that, if Texas State can somehow avoid, and that may be at the South Alabama Jaguars' expense, can avoid that double buy, then they would be a dangerous team. I don't think Coastal is dangerous. They got the big guy inside who's pretty good. Uh, Georgia State has struggled away from Atlanta this year, and Arkansas has, you know, they've just had a bunch of injuries. Arkansas State has just had a bunch of injuries. Uh, they are two and twelve, and it's been it's been one of those years uh, for the uh, Red Wolves. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back and we will wrap up Locked On Sunbelt. We'll start to preview Thursday's action, as we we've already mentioned. There are a lot of huge ball games. Only two weekends left in of the regular season. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. 
Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes that are made. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of uh, the NBA. All right, Dave Schultz locked on uh, Sunbelt, wrapping uh, things up. Uh, let's quickly take a look at the schedule because we did it a little bit. As we told you, God, Georgia Southern, Marshall, and Southern Miss on one trip. <laughs> Stay hot. Okay, so on Thursday, South Alabama is hosting Southern Miss, and uh, we may post a little bulletin board material. Apparently, Southern Miss has never beaten South Alabama in Mobile. Hmm. Okay, uh, App State is taking on Texas State. James Madison hosting uh, Old Dominion. Huge ball game there because Old Dominion is right behind James Madison for that fourth spot, which is good for double buy. So big ball game there. Georgia Southern has won a couple in a row. They're hot. Marshall has won a couple in a row uh, as the uh, Thundering Herd hosting the Eagles. Coastal Carolina and Georgia State are taking on each other. Uh, the Cajuns having lost two in a row, trying to right the ship against Monroe. And Arkansas State hosting Troy. Be interesting to see if Troy has a letdown after winning three straight uh, as they take on uh, the Red Wolves. Again, it doesn't matter who you're playing. When you're playing them on the road, it is a difficult ball game, and we'll see if Troy is up to the task. All right, want to thank you very much for tuning in to Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, uh, and we will continue throughout the week uh, to post more episodes. So you've been watching Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Thanks for watching.